I think, you know, when you go to dark places and things like that, I start to think about like what she might have been feeling or, or things of that nature. And not so much do it for her, but do it for people that can't anymore. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Run, Thrive, Survive, where we will dive deep inside a runner's mind to understand their thoughts, their emotions, and their feelings that help them run their lives so life doesn't run them. Guys, today we're talking about Tajet Swayze. And like I said in last week's podcast, we've kind of taken a turn. Instead of just like focusing on like, this is how you get stronger. This is how you're going to run faster. I'm bringing on people that have run races, that have overcome extreme obstacles in their life and how run and showing us, telling us how running has pretty much saved their lives to get their life back so they can run their lives in every other aspect. And I've got Jet Swayze here on the podcast. He is absolutely a incredible human being. He's going to be talking about a race, an ultra marathon that he did down in Moab, and that was, he was a professional bull rider, but unfortunately, bull riding comes with pain and injury, which comes with a, maybe a pill addiction. Not saying everybody that's a bull rider is addicted to pills, but he admits that he was, and he broke his back for the third time, which sounds absolutely God awful. And when he did that, he decided to make a lifestyle change and do a triathlon where he lost 65 pounds. And from there he got into trail running and racing, especially when it comes to the tri sports themselves. Now he says it saved his life. And I absolutely believe it because running has definitely saved a lot of lives from things like addiction, from things like these unhealthy lifestyles that we tend to live and not think too much about. So he's going to come on. He's going to tell his story. He's going to give us the rundown about this race, but also how he gets through it mentally, what running means to him, and how you can succeed and run your life too. So you guys... Really quick before we get started, again, I'm sorry, I have to, I have to plug myself. Make sure you're checking out Run Thrive Survive the um, the community. If you want a little bit more than just run coaching and just a regular plan, I've got so many mental health tips, strategies, everything you need to know as a runner over there on that community. It's only ten dollars a month, and if you're just wanting to try it out, see if you like it, you can also make a free account. You can see some of the walls, some of the posts. I've got lots of information over there for you as well. But if you need just a step up from just regular, here's a, here's a plan, go have fun. I've got the mental side of coaching there for you, along with running analysis and everything to get you in tip-top shape. All right, guys, I'm going to stop rambling. Here is Jet Swayze. Why did you get into running before we get into today's race review? Yeah, thank you for having me. First off, um, I got into running. I started with triathlon, as we kind of discussed before, and um, I live in Colorado. Uh, you know, we have the mountains right behind us, and yeah. I just kind of just kind of fell into it. Um, it was super, uh, almost meditative, right, for me to just run in the mountains. I used to be a, a bigger gentleman, and uh, it, it helped me just, you know, kind of my escape, and and it was a great way to um, get healthy. I think. Did you start running to lose weight or did you actually start to, for the more the meditative purposes, the mental health? Um, so actually triathlon was probably more health and running was mental health, I think. Um, okay. Like, yeah, I, you know, I, I was in pro rodeo. I, I, I broke, uh, I got a few injuries, broke my back and I, I needed to uh, kind of get out of that and find something a, a little more, um, healthier and conducive to, you know, me as a, as a 
an adult, if you would. Right. And not so hard on your body, but still hard on your body. And not yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> so I can't say running's as bad as like being in the pro rodeo like that. I feel like that's really hard on your body, but running's still pretty, <laughs> pretty yeah. rough on your body. Pretty, I mean, if I think if you, you know, you do all the little off season tricks and knickknacks and whatnot, yeah. and you can keep up on it. Whereas I felt rodeo is, you know, you're, you're pretty rough on your body. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So, so we're going to talk about the Dead Horse, Dead Horse Ultra today. Can you kind of open us up to where this was? Like what time of year it is? Like kind of give us the basics so we like know when we should be running this. Yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, Dead Horse Ultra. I, um, I did the 50 miler back in 2018. It's in November. And then I just did the 30K also. Uh, cool. it's in, it's, they stick, yeah, it's in November. It's a fall race. Um, and it's beautiful. It's in Moab, right? And so you actually run uh, out to Dead Horse, kind of the state park, and then you look out and you can see arches and all that. And it, and it's, I mean, it's beautiful. The race itself to prepare or what to expect, um, it's they they it's with uh, Mad Moose. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're a great company that is usually out of Western Colorado and Eastern Utah. They do mostly um, ultras, right? Like I, I don't think they do too many yeah. like hats or anything. They're mostly ultras. They're they're mostly ultras, but within those ultras, and just like Dead Horse, they have um, a eighteen k or fifteen k usually. Oh, that's so, right. Okay, yes. Yeah, and and then they also have like down in um, Colorado Springs, I think. Without getting too off track, uh, they have a few <laughs> like take five in the garden, and it's a five k. Um, oh, that's so cool. They, okay, they, they do have you know a little bit of something for everyone um all the way up to the 50 miler right and so dead horse is actually a pretty good one that if you kind of want to break into that um off-road kind of mentality i guess they they do have that shorter um 18k and then it goes to or a 15k and then it goes to the 30k and then they also have a 50k and then the 50 miler um and so i mean it's by no means do I want to say it's a beginner's race because you start <laughs> off and then you just go vertical, right? And then, then you go kind of, yeah, right. Then you wind Ooh. down kind of this sand pit and then you come back and that's that's the 15K and you go back vertical. So, I mean, for the 15K, you're basically going, you know, up, down, up, down. So it's, like I said, by no means is it a beginner's race, but it's still, right. you know, it's beginner friendly as a distance. Yeah. Is it, so, is that similar to the course for like the 30 K and I'm oh, sorry. So, yeah. You said 30 K and the 50 K yeah, it is. It's so that start is literally the start for all four or five uh, distances. And so you start okay. and you go up and then you come wow. down and then, and then you go back. And so for the 50 miler, it's you wind back farther in the dead horse. And I mean, it's, I mean, if you, if you've ever ran the desert, you kind of understand it. It's, I mean, it's beautiful. It's beautiful, right? Like you can't it's really beautiful. explain it's it. Hard, yeah. Though. It's hard. Right. And, and so, <laughs> I mean, you can't, you can't really explain it except for saying it's beautiful. It's beautiful. But, um, and so for the, for the 30 K and the 50 K and the 50 miler, I would say if you're, if you're thinking about doing it or, or something of that nature, understand that you're going to run on a lot of slick rock and that's really hard on, on the feet. And so, you know, I, some people, you know, go towards the spongier shoe. I don't know if it helps. I always run in my peregrines, even out there. My feet take a beating afterwards. Cool. Like I, I know it, even on the even on the thirty k. But um, 
it's yeah i would prepare for slick rock but it's windy there's a little bit of wayfinding kind of windy through the desert and you could, like i said the is it i think it's the uentas or the lasalles i can't remember which ones are right there staring at you in the face and then like i said arches and, <laughs> and so cool. I mean, it, it's a, it's amazing right like you're running in the desert and there's snow-capped mountains and there's yeah so it's a beautiful race yeah it really i mean like oh gosh running down <laughs> south utah it, it really is but i was gonna ask you how did you prepare for it like let me ask you your race strategy are you okay. someone that looks at the altitude map and studies the map and has that strategy or are you someone that's like i did my best let's go see if i can do this course so it, it's it's funny you say that it's a little column a, a little column b um i do come from okay. that triathlon background so we do have that type a you know i got a little strategy. bit of course, I gotta, mm-hmm. yeah right um and I, i've had over the years uh two really really good coaches that have kind of helped me and so for the 50 miler, we really looked at all that stuff. We really got into it, um, mainly because my triathlon season was done and I had the, okay. I wouldn't say proper training time, but enough training time uh, and enough of a um, recovery time for my last triathlon. So for the 50 miler, we were, we really looked at the course, studied it. And it was kind of, since it was my first 50 miler, really a maintain and get through, right? And have okay. fun. Yeah. Right? And, and, mm-hmm. and I knew we were going to have fun, right? It's ha- hard to have fun running in the desert for 50 miles <laughs> all day. And I must say, Mad Moose, they, um, their, their tables are always stocked from pickles to chocolate melted, like s'more sandwiches to gummy bears. I mean, they have the, the basically Thanksgiving that. feasts, right? And so, so it, yeah. they, that definitely helps. Um, and then for the, the, 30k the the preparation was really um let's go have fun it's kind of a a last season kind of race um i had just finished ironman 70.3 world championships um, two weeks before three weeks before i think and then before that was kona and so my body was beat down a bit but I have yeah. a really good friend. Yeah, right, 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 right. I don't suggest it. I don't suggest doing it that way by any means. It wasn't smart. But um, people listening, I mean, they're like, "Okay, yeah, I." Right. That. <laughs> well, it, it's it's more. I think it's a, a. We go back to that rodeo mentality of like, how far yeah. can I push my body? Not before it breaks, but do I really like mentally and physically go? No, that's too much. Like this is right. too much now. Yeah. Um, and so, so I had a buddy who I used to race triathlon with, he's been out of it and he's been toying with coming back in. And so he was like, would you do this race with me? And I'm like, Peyton, you're the man. I I got you. And so him and his uh, girlfriend did it. And I went out there with him and he was like, you're going to race it. You're going to run with me. How are you going to do it? I'm like, we'll feel it out to see how I feel. And I think like our, my shakeout run, I felt like death, but then there's like that, that, I don't know that that feeling when you get on the line and everything and the gun goes off and it's it's 30 degrees, but you're in the desert and the sun's coming up like all of that, you know. And so I didn't really kind of I didn't take off, but I ran it to where I knew I could finish again. The the people that run, um, I think, the ultra distance and just trail are so friendly. And I I found this group of four and we all kind of took turns almost like bike riding, like at the front and having fun and, and talking and twisting and turning. And, and yeah. So this race was more with my coach as a, um, long story short, it was like, 
let's survive. Let's have fun. You're going with friends. And that's really how we, we took the, um, the, the 30 K. And so, yeah, it, yeah. Right. Because I mean, that kind of leads into my next question. What's your mind saying when you're doing this? When I ask people like what, what's their mental strategy coming up with having fun, talking to others, especially through ultras is a really big response that I hear often. What is yours? Like, what's your mind saying inside? Like, yeah. So, I'm dead. Is it positive? Is it negative? What do you do? <laughs> so, I, I, so for the 50 miler, it's, it's um, all of the above. It's literally okay. all of the above. Um, and I was also lucky enough to have uh, two friends that actually run trail, run the 50 miler yeah, with nice. me. And in the, and maybe the first, I think 20 miles, maybe we were kind of like singing nineties rap and having fun and, you know, doing all that. And then we kind of started to split up um, and I was alone a lot, you know, it's, it's 50 miles, right? So you're alone a lot. You start having kind of conversations with yourself. There's, there's, <laughs> There's always positive. There's so always true. negative. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it, it's, mm -hmm. and it's, I think it's how you take the negatives um, that really make you succeed uh, within those distances. Right. I, I think if you take the negatives and really beat yourself down and, and crawl into this kind of dark hole, um, I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's conducive. Now, if you take these kind of negatives and, and, I don't know how you can put a positive spin or enjoy them or what have you, but really reflect, I think, inward or on you. Um, I think that helps. If, if that makes sense, I, I might just no, be spinning absolutely. nonsense. But. Can you give us an example, like how you do it for yourself? Like, let's say like you are having a really hard race and you're ready to walk off. Like, what do you to do to spin that voice in your head that keeps you going? So, so with me, there's, there's a, a, a few different ones. Um, I, I've never, I've never walked off. Because I just, That's awesome. um, well, <laughs> and without going too dark, I, I lost my sister a while back uh, to, um, yeah, to, to drug overdose. Right. And so I think to, to, it's, you know, you don't, yeah. So anyways, it's it happened in 2018, but um, I think, you know, when you go to dark places and things like that, I start to think about like what she might've been feeling or, or things of that nature and not so much do it for her, but do it for people that can't anymore. Right. Because there, there are like, yes, I have dark moments, yeah. but, but there's people that have dark moments and they're, they're not here anymore. Right. And so do things that I think, I think that's really how I, I fighting for those that sometimes. can't fight. Absolutely. I think so. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then, and then you also think like, you might go to these dark spots, but it's like, oh my gosh, like, uh, I did Ironman Alaska and I started to go pretty dark off the bike and I was like, oh, this yeah. is going to be a rough run. And then you come around the corner and there's Mendenhall Glacier like staring you in the face. And it's like, I have nothing. A, I did this to myself. Right. And then, and then B, not everyone gets to enjoy like a glacier staring at me in the face. Like, let's just, let's yeah. get out and grind it down and do it and do it and do it. And so um, I think that's where like those dark spots kind of like pull you through too. I don't, I don't think they're always a negative. Sometimes they're fun. That's good. But you recognize that, you know, this, this isn't your, like your dark, dark spot. You can pull through it. And I think that like for yeah. you, that's extremely powerful. Thank you. Yeah. I, and I, I think for everyone, it's going to be different, obviously. Right. hundred exactly. percent. Um, but, but I think, sometimes, I, oh, sorry. Oh, no, no. I was Go just on. saying, sometimes it's like, really, it's like nice to hear somebody else's like thought process because you don't feel so alone. You're like, Oh, 
okay, so like that's regular. Like I hit this wall and my, my brain's like shutting down telling me stop alert. You're done. Like any negative thing, but it's like, no, I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. I, I think, yeah. And, and it's such a great outcome when you do get going. I feel like in, in Ironman, like on the, the uh, marathon, there's always, it's like seven mile and then like mile 20 are the two like deep dark spots. And I think you, you know that. And yeah. again, like you, yeah. it's like, okay, I just got to go like two more miles and I'm going to be out of this. I'll be fine. And then like a dead horse in the 50, you know, I come to an aid station, I have some gummy bears and I start singing, you know, nineties rap again, just making yep. jokes in my head or making fun of myself. I'm, I'm very good. But, but, you know, and then again, it comes back to the, the, not everyone gets to do this. And this is a very special place and special time. Not, not just that I get to do, um, but there's also all those people, like I said, that are doing it with you. Even like I said, yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. So like going back to these races, like what would you, what would you have done differently? Like what was something that you're like, I'm not doing that again. And well, everybody can learn from my mistakes. <laughs> well I would not do a, <laughs> a string of triathlons within okay, like there four months. Yeah. That's, that's definitely uh, all, you know, that's number one. That was, um, but I, I don't, I'm trying to think of something. Sorry. I got, I got a friend here. Um, I, I, I I don't know if there was much that I would redo. Um, I, I think with my coaches and with, with the, the planning and everything coming into these races, we, we did pretty well. Um, and so I, I, I can't really touch on that comment. Unfortunately, I would definitely never go couch the 50 miler. I didn't do it, no. but I don't recommend mm-hmm. it. That sounds miserable because I was, pr- I would like to say I was pretty in shape for this 50 miler. And I still felt like yeah. a coffin. So what are your best 50 miler tips? Like something that you've learned throughout, tip. like your all your ind- endurance races, like, you know, nobody touches on this, like eat some gummy bears or something. like I, that. <laughs> I was going to say for, for, for the, be- for the beginners, I, I think I'm still a, a beginner. I don't think you ever really master, you know, except for some of them, but uh, <laughs> best 50 miler tips um, is have fun and enjoy it and enjoy where you are yeah. because again, we're going to go back to it. Not everyone gets to be there. And it's a pretty amazing spot where, where you're at. So, so enjoy it, you know, run it, take it all in and, and just, you'll, you'll get to the finish line sooner or later. And yeah. Some no. gummy bears, maybe another butter yeah. or two. Oh, oh <gasps> I'll, I'll go back to that. I'll go. <laughs> I'm remembering now what I would not do at, at some of the races, Mad Moose 50 milers I've experienced almost I don't know, 90% of the time, there's some random guy. I don't know where he comes from. He's not the same guy, but he has a shot of um, fireball at 25 miles. Don't take it. It's a trap. Don't don't take it. Because Why would you, oh, I don't think, oh, that's bad. <laughs> halfway through a 50 miler? Yeah, halfway, yeah. And so the other half that you still have to run, it, you it's it's just cinnamon in your mouth and, and yuck. And so that uh, – like I said, I wanted to have fun and I was going for everything. And apparently that was something you do. Don't do it. Yeah. Do that. It. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I bypass the fireball shots in a nine mile race. I couldn't do it. In a 50. I, yeah. In my <laughs> old age, I bypass those shots all the time now. Uh, but You know better. So <laughs> yeah. Right. So, but, but um, as, as far as good tips, 
I, I would say, like we talked about, like study the course. They're not all the same. You know, you don't necessarily need to study the the elevation. Um, I mean, it's it's helpful, right? If you're going to go do a, a, a mm-hmm. flat course, don't run in the mountains. And if you're going to go run a mountain <laughs> course, don't run flat. Like, obviously, you need to know somewhat. But know, know what you're running, yeah. right? Because I, yeah. I would definitely say I wasn't 100% prepared for 50 miles of slick rock. I definitely wasn't prepared for 30 K of sliver rock. And I mean, it, your feet yeah. take a beating. It hurts. It hurts. Um, I can imagine. Yeah. So in that, in, in, in that's being said, I would definitely like know, know the ground that you're running on. I'm not saying you need to know every boulder, baby head, whatever, but definitely know it because it makes a difference. It definitely makes a difference and have a chance. Yeah, of down- 25. <laughs> Change of socks. I love that. See, that's the tip I was looking for. Like that's all thing. Like, hey, that's the little one. Feet, that's the little. Your one. feet are probably was it because they're bleeding the blisters or are they still? No, they you 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 sweat a lot. And well, uh, no, <laughs> what's going on with my feet? Um, <laughs> I have a beautiful pedicure right now, so please. My feet are well, um, I don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, no, it, it just it just feels good to have a fresh pair of socks. A lot of races have water, some don't, some do. I like it, but it just it just feels yeah. good to have a, a dry, fresh pair of socks. So, yeah, you know whether it, you change shoes or not. Yeah, you're true. Yeah, yeah. So I can see it. I can absolutely see it. I and haven't nice gone over a marathon, so I get it. Now, nice pedicure and a foot massage. Yeah. That would probably help too. We're going to have to get you over a marathon. Now that you're out here in the West, like we're going to have to get you over. There's a great one. I know. Um, right by y'all. It's, um, I think it's Antelope, a Buffalo Run, and it's on Antelope Island, which is literally just right next oh, to Salt Lake. I, isn't that coming up? Or did it's, it just happen? Yeah. It either just happened or it's coming up. It's it's a late season race as well. It's usually in yes. November. Yeah. I think it just happened because I, I almost went – or signed up for um, volunteering on that one, yeah. and then I forgot why I didn't. But I think it, I think it, it just happened like a week or two ago. But yeah, yeah I'm like right yeah. next to Antelope Canyon. I'm not I'm not far from it. It's maybe um, maybe it's, next year. Give me a year. See, it's it's possibly one that I might do next year if I don't do Javelina Hundred. Um, it's kind of that I'm fluttering right now. I'm off season. You want to do everything and you don't want to do anything. <laughs> it's so true. You have to. You don't want to train, but you want to go out and do these races because the race day is the funnest. Exactly. Exactly. Right? So, so, so what's next for you? you? So you are fluttering. You don't have any. I am fluttering. Um, I, okay. so, um, my wife is thinking about doing the UG marathon, uh, and I might do the half. I'm not a huge, and no offense to anyone out there in podcast world. I'm not a huge fan of running just on the road, unless it's after a triathlon. I don't know why I just, it's just, I don't know. I, I just haven't. So I, but I might do the half with, um, after the day before she does the full uh she wants to bq and then so that's kind of is it a good one to bq on i to be honest with you i i don't know i know cim is and i think that's happening tomorrow i was gonna say that just oh yeah i think it's happening tomorrow Mm -hmm. yeah and so i know cim is because it's net down eugene i think is net down but it has some rollies in it so you know yeah. Hey, I'm um, looking at the Ogden Marathon in May here, and it's pretty okay. net down. And it's like maybe okay. a thousand foot drop. Like, so, so it's not going to kill you, but it's good enough. Right. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll whisper that in her ear. Maybe, yeah, tell her maybe that. She'll, yeah. She, yeah. So, um, 
But uh, so that would be first if I do anything. If if not, I'm looking at uh, going back to visit my brother back in Florida and do his local triathlon, the Pineapple Man, because I've been trying to do I it did that one. ever now. Did you? I did that one See, last year. I, yep, I love it. In you somewhere, somewhere in I there. I knew okay, it was. Okay, I got a flat tire the first mile in, and I have oh, to like, drive my bike back, and it helped yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that'll that that's you just chalk it up after that happens in a sprint. Yeah. Yep. yep. No, but that's yeah, so, so that that that's in the air too. And then um I'm waiting for my sister in law to see if she gets her um her spot next weekend to seventy point three worlds. She just got in the triathlon. Yeah, and it's in Finland. Uh-huh. And so I was trying to make my exit out of triathlon. But if she gets it, I'd love to go race with her. And so I would do I would do Lubbock 70.3. And then I would hopefully get my spot and go to Finland. So how cool is that? That's you've yeah. got a lot coming up. You've got even though you're fluttering, I'm flutter, you've got a I'm lot fluttering. coming up. And you've yeah. got a lot going for you. So I'm excited for you, Ben. <laughs> yeah. So cool. So well, thank you so much for coming on, letting us know about um the Ultra Dead Horse Ultra, and I'm mm-hmm. wishing you the best with everything coming up. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me again. Well, you guys, that's all I have for today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it's helping you solve those everyday little problems. And I also hope it's challenging you and helping you become mentally, physically, and emotionally stronger, just like we want to do here on the Run, Thrive, Survive podcast. Please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen to that podcast and leave that review if you're listening to it on Apple. I want to hear from you. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please make sure you check out the show notes, inbox.com slash run thrive survive you can do two things there you can record a voice message that you can ask me a question I can respond to you if you need help in something I can also um, play it here on real time on the podcast during Q&A podcast so that's super exciting you can also if you'd like to donate and support the podcast you can leave the donation at that pod inbox link. So you guys, I appreciate you. As always, I hope you get out there and you run your life and do not let life run you. Bye, you guys.